like I pointed, is just kind of the stress levels are so much less than they were before because I know they are there, they're there to help me. Like I need them as much as they need me. And it just gives me such a sense of relief. Like I've had situations where I haven't had a dental nurse in the room. Hello and welcome back to series four of the Smile Revolution podcast. I'm Victoria Wilson, a dental therapist. This podcast is created for you, the dental profession, all around the world to inspire you in your career through the content shared by the wonderful interviewees. On today's show, my lovely guest is Amber Ojak, a dental therapist working in Edinburgh. Since qualifying in 2018, she has been extremely proactive in her role, working and collaborating with so many in the profession. On today's recording, our main conversation explores the value of working with a dental nurse in the role of a dental hygienist. Through listening to our conversation today, I hope you learn, gain inspiration and ideas for furthering your career path now, supporting oral health promotion to achieve oral health for all. Throughout this series, we will continue to share content on how to open doors of opportunity and in support of this, it's now my time to share everything I have learned in running the Smile Revolution with you. And I've released a five-week course entitled Launching an Oral Health Promotional Project and Business. So join me and launch your own oral health promotional project too. The link to my course can be found on the website. And lastly, before we start this week's recording, if you felt the strain of the last months as I have and are searching for some dedicated you time, supporting your well-being as a dental professional in the comfort of your own home, you can now join me for Smile Revolution Yoga, running online every week. Details on the website. Amber, welcome on to the Smile Revolution podcast. Hi, Vicky. Hi. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on to the show. For the listeners, um, Amber connected with me following on from the release of the Smile Revolution podcast, and she kindly reached out and also started finding out from her colleagues and her connections in the industry about what others really wanted to hear about on the Smile Revolution. So you've helped me hugely. So I thank you so much also for all your work. <laughs> and um, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we reconnected in this time because, well, Amber is always, I'm saying she is so busy and super active. And yeah, we reconnected in this time following on from her release of an article that she wrote um, validating that basically encompass why we as dental hygienists should be working with dental nurses. So we are going to be speaking about that today. And we've also followed on with writing another article that will be released after this podcast, supporting dental hygienists working with nurses and providing some solutions, uh, maybe against or, or for working for, with a dental nurse against the argument for the reasons maybe why we should not have a dental nurse. So we hope that's helpful for you all. But firstly, Amber, I'd like to start with you and where you began your journey in dental hygiene. 
So um, for me, I qualified in 2018 from the University of Edinburgh. And I mean, I, I always wanted to be um, a hygiene therapist, like kind of from the off. I remember when I shadowed one, like when I was 16, and I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I knew I wasn't going to give up until I got yeah. there. Yeah. Um, then I managed it and I qualified from Edinburgh. And then ever since, I think that was a turning point where I was like, I've got my qualification and now I can go out into the world and I can make a difference, not only with patients, but with fellow professionals. Um, and that's kind of where it started for me, Vicky. <laughs> amazing isn't it funny you know I think so many of us from an earlier age when we were younger decided that's the path we want to take did you can I just ask you did you find any kind of reservations around you going to dental school maybe to study this because everyone for me when I was at at school everyone was doing their UCAS and they were you know a bit you know, I'm sure about why I was going on to do dental hygiene. What is this? You know, <laughs> why? Well, I, tell you what, I know when I was at school, I was told by multiple teachers to give up and they said, you won't get there. Um, I remember being on work experience and one of the teachers came and they were like, well, if you really want to achieve this, you have to really push yourself and work hard. And so many people really actually kind of thought you can't get there and you can't do it because you're not smart enough and you're not capable. And yeah, now here I am. So Prove them all wrong. Yeah, it pushed me more than anything, I think, to just move forward. And that's another reason why I get so involved and do all these things because there's so many people who thought I would never make it and I did it plus more so yeah it's great and I think a lot of people like my family like knew I wanted to do it and they just supported it so much so I can't thank them enough yeah yeah no it's interesting isn't it the various different resistance that we faced along the way um and then that often results in a positive that you end up striving for even more which you are certainly doing now and I've I've certainly observed that too so well done, Amber, and keep going. And you recently launched some Instagram lives speaking to hygienists during this time um, of what they've been involved in and maybe their views on specific things. Tell me, where did that all start? So basically, I was reading lots of forums and I was talking to lots of people because as people will know, I just speak and message everyone just to say hi. And there was so much negativity, I think, around this whole period. And I thought, what can I do to put a positive spin on it and make people realise, such as students who are going into the working world, that it yeah. is not doom and gloom, that right now is the turning point because we can take this time and now educate our patients more than ever um, using different techniques. And that's why I thought I would get some different people from different backgrounds involved. I had Theodora Little, who does Bob with kind of Curaprox. I had a student Hazel from Leeds. Last night I had Sophie Godsman from EMS, like loads of people. And we've still got a few more to come. And honestly, like the response has been absolutely amazing. Brilliant. And people uplifting and spread so much more positivity and made them realise it is not doom and gloom out there. It is I got certainly not. Sorry? I got sick of doom and gloom. So I was like, yeah. right, it's time for positivity. Well, I don't think you're the only one in that, Amber. Who likes doom and gloom? 
That is also the reason for the Smart Revolution podcast is to find the solutions and seek those opportunities. And I couldn't agree more with you now. Now is the time for finding even more opportunities. There is a way and we will find the way. Maybe it's going to be different, but how exciting to do things slightly differently than the way we've been doing them for so long. There'll be maybe less to moan about because we won't have done it like this before. It's all new. Exactly. Exactly. It's so exciting. And I honestly think patients are going to be even more keen to take on board what we are saying their appointments i mean i can i yeah, i keep talking about how we need to change how we are perceived as a profession and i think that's how it starts with our patients we have a look at ourselves in this time we change how we are kind of doing our appointments like for me i want to change how I have a balance of clinical work with education and I think it will take off from there but it's like you will never get this period in time again to change things the way we have right now so you can absolutely take yeah and I think it's lovely to also see how quickly things have changed during this obviously critical time um not overlooking that but It's amazing the resilience of people, the profession, and we can change quickly and we can learn from the ability for us all to change quickly. So I think, yes, it's a great time for the dental profession to step up to do even more and explore more opportunities. So you are currently working in two practices, am I I right? Yeah, two practices at the moment. (laughs) And how long have you been in each of those practices? So just kind of over a year now, uh, one of them and just under for kind of a few more months. Um, obviously, COVID's kind of thrown everything. Um, but yeah, I've been there and it's been kind of the best practices and really good kind of for me in my career. So yeah, I couldn't be happier, really. And in both practices, my understanding is you have nursing support. Yes, um, for these two jobs, I do have nursing support. I'm very lucky I get it full time. Um, I've never been without it. Now, was this a negotiation process for you at the beginning when you initially went for this interview with these jobs or had it they already had in place a dental nurse to support the dental hygienist? So I was quite fortunate they already had in place dental nursing support um, for their hygienist. Um, so I didn't have to kind of negotiate that. But I think it's great they just had that in place from the off because I know people do have to negotiate that. Yeah. And I'm sure many of the listeners, um, I know I've not had nursing support all of my career, um, yet it's wonderful, of course, and it's so beneficial. And there are so many pros to having nursing support. Have you ever had that conversation with your boss about why he decided to support the dental hygienist with nursing support? Yeah, with one of my bosses, um, they said it's because they know that without the support, there are obviously some negatives and they like to know like there's someone else in the room covering kind of different aspects. And that's why they did provide one. I mean, it's quite refreshing for me because in a job previous to this, I wasn't always with nursing support. So that is why I appreciate even more having full time support with me because I know firsthand how difficult it can be. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. It is, and you can achieve so much more with a dental nurse. Um, You've recently written an article, which I alluded to at the beginning of this recording, where you cover the top 10 tips at the end for why we should have nursing support. Can you quickly run through those, Amber, please? 
Yes. Um, so my top 10 reasons were enabling um, dental hygienists and dental therapists to deliver optimum care. Um, it alleviates the feeling of isolation when working alone, meets and greets and helps prepare patients um, whilst we do all the surgical stuff and notes, communicates and helps us with the patients and gives kind of any more extra advice that we're talking about, makes a big difference with aspiration and other technical points. Um, they can go and get other kind of oral health aids, which we might have forgotten or don't have in the surgery whilst we're helping patients. And um, they can help take medical and kind of periodontal charts. They manage our stress levels because they're there. <laughs> um, and they're a vital second pair of hands and they just make the best teammate because at the end of the day, that's what they are. Like They are a teammate with us. And I cannot stress that enough to people. Yeah. And comparably, in the settings that you were working in previously to now, how do you feel in general as a dental hygienist or in just in general from now being supported? Are there any significant changes you've noted in yourself from now working with a dental nurse in comparison to not having one before? I would say, like I pointed, is just kind of the stress levels are mm. so much less than they were before because I know they are there. They're there to help me. Like, I need them as much as they need me. And it just gives me such a sense of relief. Like, I've had situations where I haven't had a dental nurse in the room and I've had some difficult patients and I've had to try and defuse situations on my own. And I've had similar, I'm sure everyone's experienced it, but my dental nurse was there and more than anything, they saw what was happening and they could help kind of diffuse any situation. Um, so it's not just on you. So overall, it just makes me so much happier um, because I know someone is there and they're kind of helping me along the way. Yeah. And would you think, or would you be, be able to identify, you've already alluded to the fact that your stress levels um, certainly less by having a dental nurse. Do you think your output is higher from having a dental nurse support? Yes, definitely. Um, because there's so much more you can be focusing on. And I know I touched on it kind of in my article that without nursing support, you're having to have about six pairs of eyes in your head because you need to be looking at everything that's going on. You need to be looking at any medical signs, anything that the patient kind of gives off from their own kind of vibes and body language, the, what you are doing in the mouth, what kind of procedures you are doing. So as I have a nurse, I literally can focus on the task at hand. I can look up after my patient, treat kind of the perio disease or anything else that I'm doing. And I know that there's a nurse watching kind of the patient as well. So I feel like I can finally just stick with my two eyes. Um, and it just helps really kind of increase productivity as well that I do with the patient because I get a lot more time to do things that you might not have not having a nurse. So, yeah, it's brilliant. It's a win-win. Well, I have to say I fully agree. Um, and I hope this podcast can be of support to any hygienist that maybe wish to start working with a dental nurse and reasons to validate the need for working with a dental nurse. Also referring back to your article and again looking into other papers that have already been written and theses on the need for dental hygienists working with dental nurses. Which brings me on to the point that it's actually outlined, isn't it, within 
um, the GDC standards. I think it's 6.2. Am I correct in that, um, Amber, for why we as, or the reason why we should be working with dental nurses? Yes, so GTC standard 6.2 says you must be appropriately supported when treating patients. It goes on to talk about how you must work with another trained member of the team at all times and make sure there's one person in the working environment so that when you deal with any medical emergencies, they're there. And this obviously list goes on. So it's stated black and white, Vicky, in the GDC standards. Obviously, we all know it doesn't say you must, like it's not kind of a law, but it's there in black and white printed in the standards that we must abide by. So it's there, like the evidence is there, it's written for us. And then it's up to us as professionals to take it on board or don't. But the GDC have outlined it there black and white. I think it's so important that we remember these standards are there for a reason. Absolutely. You can refer back to as a professional, maybe if you're not working with nursing support at the moment, that you can take to your boss or manager and say, look, I would really like this. And they're here, black and white, in the GDC kind of standards for me as a professional. And I think that on its own is kind of gold standard. I don't know if you agree. I, yeah, well, of course I do. I mean, um, those standards are set out to support best practice, to support the optimal care um, for the patients and the patient's best interests. So there's a reason for that, isn't it? And like you say, you can purely focus on the patient um, and what you are meant to be doing in that time for the care of that patient, for them to achieve those results and for them to become healthier. Yeah, and I think patients would really kind of appreciate how important it is to have assistance. Like there it states about having an appropriate person for medical assistance. Imagine if patients really knew kind of how the scenario would play out if you didn't have that second person. You are there, God forbid they have a heart attack or a stroke and then it's a delay in how you can like treat that situation because you are there by yourself. Imagine if patients knew like just the benefit of having that second person, how quickly things could be kind of resolved and addressed than having you on your own. I think if patients really knew the ins and outs to that extreme, they would be supporting dental nurses kind of through and through. Do you know what, Amber? I've just had a thought. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's time for us to approach the public. Say, I am up for anything. Yeah, and say, hey, you know, (laughs) in support on our mission to get that support as dental hygienists working. Obviously, dental therapists, they generally, and we generally have nursing support because you can't do restorative at all without um, dental nursing support, but certainly for dental hygienists. No, that's, you've touched on a very good point. I mean, what advice would you give to dental hygienists currently in practice thinking, I cannot go back to practice without a nurse? What advice, what conversations do you think they should be having with their principals? So first of all, I think before making kind of any contact, you should make a list because I find lists are really helpful because it means A, everything is addressed that you want to be addressed. And it's good just to refer to maybe if your boss or manager wants a copy. 
And I would say then take that list and then just kind of approach your manager and just say, look, I'd really like to have a conversation about how we can kind of improve patient care in the practice. Mm -hmm. Because I think approaching it from that point of view rather than I want a nurse is a lot better. And it looks like you are incorporating the practice as a whole. It's not just about you. It's about patient care. And I think then you can sit down and have a chat and say, look, these are the reasons I really think having nursing support would benefit me as a practitioner, for the whole practice in general, for our patients to feel comfortable because it's increasing comfort and care. And then if they don't listen to you, at least you've tried and you've raised the points very politely and nicely. And overall, it will just help the practice. So I think they have to take it on board. And I mean, now more so than ever, like FGGP released the guidance about 400 dentistry and they touch upon it even for dental hygienists and therapists. This is included. So you've got all this kind of backup, black and white GDC standards, not for ammunition, but just to show, look, it's here, it's printed out. This is why I would like it. And then it's really boiling their core. But you can just show that it's not just improving you, it's improving patient care, which is like optimum at the end of the day. A hundred percent, which is our focus through and through. And I, I could second that as well. I know some eminent figures that are also prepared to support um, the need for dental hygienists working with dental nurses, stating that there is absolutely no way we can work without one in the way that we should be working. So... I agree. It all and it comes think- back to the patients um, and us being able to deliver optimal care. And I think um, I was going to mention actually on that note, um, the BSDHT released the toolkit. And within that toolkit, me and Sarah Murray um, and Diane as well worked on this nursing support kind of self assessment. So I'd even say you can get hold of this document if you are a member of the BSDHT, you can print it off fill it in and even show that to your boss or manager because that covers kind of everything and you can make some notes about why these points apply to you and that can that whole purpose was so it can be used to support you and why you need support um so i'd say people should really get hold of this because it's a great document um i'm not just saying that because i don't know it It just covers i think every base and it's so important and that's why it was included Well, that's brilliant. And we'll put the link under here. Of course, you need to be a BSDHT member to be able to access it. But again, another reason for being a member of your organisations, the associations that represent us and the value they can bring in supporting us on our career path. Um, So I am all for that. So thank you so much for sharing that. And like I said, we'll put the link underneath um, for those that are able to access it. And we actually, in this article that we've worked on, there may be some conversations to have. So I think there are more and more things available and resources that people can pull on to support. And I feel, Amber, you're so communicative and very, very active. I'm sure people as well could reach out, certainly to myself and yourself, following on from this podcast recording, um, on further support and advice, maybe, of what's worked for yourself or myself. So... 
Yeah, definitely. Because I know when they published this article in the Dental Nursing Journal, so many people reached out and they said, yes, this is what it is all about. So people know they can kind of approach me at any point because at the end of the day, we're all fighting towards the same thing. No one's on a different track here. We just want the same. And I, I think I even saw earlier someone else on a forum talking about dental nursing support and how we need to collectively come together because, yeah, change happens in big numbers. And I think there's so many of us kind of actively working on this. So it's great. It's really great to be involved in it because it does need to change from my mm. personal experience. Yeah. Um, and just something else I wanted to touch on, actually, that's crossed my mind um in regards to and you you speak about this in your article about your relationship with your dental nurse your essentially best friends working you've got such a good working relationship which is so important have you received any feedback maybe even from other colleagues on um the nursing's feedback of working with hygienists and their take on it Yes, so I have had a few people just say that the nurse's feedback has been like great because they love to feel a part of the appointment. And especially with my appointments, I always like get my nurse involved and I get the nurse to kind of help me with advice to the patients. The patients never just speak directly to me, they speak to both of us. And I think that makes them really feel part of kind of what's going on, not just like sat there like a spare piece. Because I know some of them do feel like that. Um, and it's not like that at all. And I think they really like being with a hygienist because I know like someone I work with, especially is now very interested in pursuing this and going on after they get the nursing qualification to maybe look at hygiene or therapy. Mm. And it's so nice to know that's from kind of myself and others. It's installing that in like dental nurses that they then want to go on and pursue a career. Um, so I think the feedback's been absolutely wonderful um, and I know some of them just enjoy getting to see the difference it makes in patients' mouths. I know I use Airflow um, and they love watching it so I think it helps educate them. It's really nice. Yeah well uh, that's the nice thing isn't it as well hearing it from both sides because again that's additional support um, for dental nurses that are really pro-working with dental hygienists. And also, if you think of the number of dental hygienists that currently don't work with dental nurses, this is a way to create also more career opportunities for dental nurses. And who knows what the future holds um, of what as well we can work on collectively more and more together. I mean, what do you see could potentially be the future for dental hygienists and dental nurses working together, Amber? So I think, well, at this moment in time, I think there's going to be a massive push and change in direction for digital dentistry. Um, that's just something I see happening. And I think you can really utilise both dental hygienists and nurses in the same appointment because you can get your dental nurse to help you kind of ring up patients if patients feel a little bit anxious about now coming in you can sit there with your nurse and you can both talk to patients about oral hygiene give them some educational advice you can both do it together as a team or if you've got a backlog of patients to do you can ask your nurse really nicely if they can go and check on some patients that maybe came in a few weeks ago and now you just want to see how things are going especially because I don't know how it's going to go 
um, recalls might not be as often because, I mean, the backlog I think that's going to be there is going to be absolutely enormous because some of us haven't worked since March. Um, so I think it will be about kind of really coming together as a team and getting the nurse to really help you with support for patients because I think, number one, that's what they'll want most when we come back into practice because they haven't been able to access our care and now they'll want it more than ever. So I think it's going to be a really interesting but quite an exciting turning point. Yeah, no, I, I, I would agree with you there. Um, the future of potentially digital dentistry is the unknown at the moment, or we're starting to explore it, but who knows how far it can go and the potential value that it could have to access people um, and support oral health. So, yeah, why you can utilise your dental nurse in, in so many different aspects. And do you work on any other things currently with your dental nurses that you work with? No, not at the moment. I think everything's gone a bit quiet. But I know I have quite a few plans um, when I do go back because I'm working on some other projects, which I can't talk about. Um, <laughs> but what's in the pipeline? And I think having nurses involved and just their opinion as well um, will be great. And I know there's so many nurses that now from this kind of time realize they want to do more and be more involved in appointments and patient care. So I think there's going to be a shift just with everyone across the board. Um, so like I said, it's interesting. It's a very interesting time right now, I think. <laughs> very interesting. And for any current things that you are working on imminently coming up that maybe you feel that you can share at this point, is there anything that anyone should be looking out for that you'd like them to look out for at this moment in time? I'm going to be, I think, writing articles on all these lives that I've been doing about taking people's perceptions and putting it into how the future is going to look and how we can address these things for the best. And also, I'm going to be looking even more closely at why, as kind of people and humans, we spend so much time on everything, kind of beauty-wise and health-wise, but not always the case with our teeth. Um, and I know kind of Oral-B have released this new toothbrush, the IO, it's absolutely fantastic. And I think that really might touch on bridging that gap between what patients are doing at home and how to really encourage them to maintain good oral hygiene. So there's lots going on. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> well, I cannot wait, Amber. It is such a pleasure to do any work with you. You're always so enthusiastic and so positive. And you're so willing to step up to support anything that we speak about. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm sure each one of you listeners feel inspired from listening to Amber, because I certainly do. It's been such a pleasure talking to you and good luck with everything you're working on. And thank you for all the things that you're working on as well. And do check out her Instagram lives because they are brilliant and they're on your IGTV and people can watch them obviously afterwards if they didn't manage to join you at the time. But just before we end this podcast it's the smile revolution fire round amber what would you like to see every dental hygienist and dental therapist doing five years from now i would absolutely love to see us all working with less numbers um 
especially from the NHS, I think we can be utilised so much moving forward. And this is another thing I am hugely supportive for because I think even now more so because of how much the backlog's going to be, I would love to see all hats just kind of singing from the same hymn sheet and really supporting and promoting the message of oral health care and education to our patients and just being like a really included member of the team. It would, it would really make me quite happy to see. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for coming on the Smart Revolution podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it, rate it and leave a review. Please email me on info at smile-revolution.net. I can't wait to learn how this recording has impacted you. And lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe and follow Smile Revolution on social media for more content. Please engage in the comments section. I will read all and respond to as many as possible. The podcast audio is available on all major platforms and some video content on the podcast can now be found on the Smile Revolution YouTube channel. To stay up to date on all Smile Revolution projects, subscribe to the Smile Revolution newsletter by emailing info at smile-revolution.net stating subscribe to newsletter. You can now join me for Smile Revolution Yoga, yoga dedicated to the well-being of the dental profession. Thanks so much for joining and being part of the Smile Revolution.